Welcome to episode 187 of Chew on This Unnerged United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. We are here at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, day three. We're going to recap to you what happened today. So first we wake up. Lots of food. And then, <laughs> and then I rolled over. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to get up. So <laughs> you then did. I went back to bed. Wait, did you actually, you actually slept in today, right? No. No. I you didn't sleep, sleep in today. today. Well, today, I mean, after two days of like literally no sleep, we all just kind of just if, decided yeah, to. Yeah, you count sleep until 8 o'clock sleeping in. <laughs> Most <laughs> well, people call that normal. Hey, anything past 6 is sleeping in. Yeah, that's true. Um, especially if you have kids or, 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 or like you got to work. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, I basically hung out here. You guys went and had some dim sum. Yeah, we, we haven't really talked much about the, the food in Chicago. I mean, so far the food's been – I mean, as long as we leave the hotel, the food hasn't been too bad. It's actually <laughs> been pretty good, but it's not healthy what we're eating. But um, you guys had dim sum, and I went to the convention center and watched um, – well, I got there early and got some stuff, uh, some product that you can only get early in the morning, and after that it's gone. Um, and then I, I went and watched uh, Galaxy's Edge, which was the first lottery panel in the celebration stage today. And I have to say, again, I think I've said this many times, but the lottery system is terrible here uh, or altogether. But the Galaxy stage, honestly, or the not the Galaxy stage, but the um, Galaxy's Edge on celebration stage was nothing uh, to really brag about. I mean, it wasn't anything... I'm glad I, I didn't win the lottery to that. I didn't want to go to that. I actually watched it on the uh, Star Wars live stage. Um, interestingly, enough, they had Josh Gad. That was kind of interesting or cool. Uh, just like yesterday, they had Stephen Colbert. Uh, today, they had Josh Gad. He did like this funny, you know, little bit in the beginning that was kind of funny. And then the rest of the panel was like pretty. I don't know. Sorry, guys, but it was it was really. I was snoozing, you know. And uh, decided to actually walk out halfway through it and just walk around the convention center. I think, like, the best time to walk around the convention center, honestly, is when those people are piled up in the Star Wars live section watching the, the show. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take this opportunity and go, you know, buy my Black Series figures or something like that. Um, what, what did you do in the morning besides dim sum? Who eats dim sum in the morning? Do they have a dim sum place open that early in the morning? They do here. <laughs> It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. He's like, I'm going to go have some dim sum. I'm like, do they have Captain Crunch there? Captain Crunch? <laughs> do they have what are you waffles fucking there? Six years old? <laughs> yes. I love Captain Crunch. <laughs> that shit like, fucks your mouth up. Crunch berries is amazing. It's like eating hot pizza. It just fucks the roof of your mouth up. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Sun Chips, too. Does Ooh, it as well. I love Sun Chips. Um, no, I, so the first panel for me was. Really late in the day. We just took our time today. Yeah. I mean, one, I, I did walk around and go buy some stuff, but we, uh, we oh, actually, we got the uh, we got a ticket for uh, Vader Immortal. Oh, yeah, the, the VR game. I didn't do that. Um, yeah. What, uh, how was, what was that like? I was nervous that I was going to, like, run into glass. Because <laughs> they give, they put you in this, like, 10 by 10 area, right? So it should be enough room for you. That's a little you. claustrophobic. But it's not it 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 is big enough when you have you can see right. But when you put these goggles on, the room is not ten by ten. The room that you're standing in is like a hundred by a hundred, <laughs> right? So, so why that's a big deal is because at one point in the demo, you're getting attacked by anywhere from like two to three uh, laser dro- like training droids and two robots 
that are uh, swinging lightsabers at you. And then they actually, <laughs> a couple of them jump behind you. And I'm like, I want to turn around, but I don't want to punch through this glass. Like, <laughs> yeah, but don't they have nervous. a grid, though, that tells you like how close, if you're getting too close to the wall? That was not explained to me before the game. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, not I'm not moving. I'm not moving. So like, the guy literally said to me, he's like, if you get close to the wall, I'll let you know. I'm like, how close are you going to be watching me? <laughs> so that was his warning. He didn't tell me about yeah, a grid. It, being in a, <clears throat> telling me about the grid would have been more helpful. Right. Than saying, I, I, got, I you. got you. I'll watch you. I, <laughs> you I'm, like, I'm spot you, you do this like fast karate move and your hand goes through the fucking yeah, I wall. Punched, <laughs> I, I punched like the fucking Tauntaun cosplayer. That's on the other side of the window by accident. Yeah. <laughs> but did I win? Is and then he, he goes, stop. He went too far. He doesn't even say stop. He's like, you've gone too far. He got too far. Back up. I'm spotting you. Yeah. <laughs> now, VR is pretty cool. Like, I, um, I've i played a lot of VR games over the last year. And um, I guess I just, I don't know. When I saw it, I thought it was really cool, but I didn't want to go in there. <laughs> I'm like, I'll do it another. I'll do it another time. Or I'll actually play the game when it comes out. So, um, but it was pretty cool. Um, but I, I wish, I wish they didn't do it in a room where everybody could watch you doing it. Oh, they actually because it was glass. Again, it was glass. So like the <laughs> one whole wall, two of my walls were glass. Just, People are looking through, like, look at this asshole. <laughs> I mean, like, just, just picture yourself holding like these. Two, he's, he's in the field like, position. Just picture, picture yourself just holding two remote controls, right? And you're doing these things like this with your hands, <laughs> right? Because you see the hands in the game, right? But all other people are seeing is you just doing this twirly. <laughs> you look like Ron Burgundy, no, yeah, like Talladega Nights. Yeah, and just like that, my hands just twisted around because I kept looking at my hands. I'm like, my <laughs> hands look really what cool. What do I do with my hands? My hands look really cool in this video game. Before you even picked up a lightsaber. As you're getting shot. <laughs> I was like, I should do something, but I can't stop staring at my, <laughs> my hands. hands. These, are, so, these anyway, hurt my hands. The, the day before, so the day before is when we saw the Vader Mortal panel. Oh, God. And that snooze, was kind of boring. Snooze fest. And, but what they did say, and they stressed, was like, you will be frightened when you see Darth Vader. And I got to tell you, like, it took me a while to get immersed a little bit, but once I started, again, seeing my hands and being able to touch things and stuff like that, and then they... Br- touch he, Vader. That's what I tried to do. I, I was, so, you're so punching him Vader in the comes piece. through this door, and he's, like, talking to you. So all of a sudden, you just see my VR hand. Like this. It just goes up. Like you're touching his And then I, I, press, I, press like one of my, I press, like, one of the buttons... And my finger, and I'm like right in front of his like digital pad right here. He's trying to get money out. His chest piece. I'm trying to, and all of a sudden you see my hand just go doink right on Vader's chest piece. It's just just the hands like this. You hear this? Don't do that. (laughs) You hear his breathing apparatus turn off, and he starts wheezing. I'm like, what have you done? Like, oh. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I did. <laughs> it's Let so me try to turn like, it back on. Literally, like you're just holding out your hand and you press a button and your finger, boop. your finger just goes like poop like yeah. that and just presses down. So you see this digital hand come up to Vader's chest piece and you just see the, the finger just going boop, boop trying to press his chest piece. Like, Could you imagine? Like, stop that. It's a scene. It's a scene in, in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Just like anywhere like where he's like, I don't know, he's like questioning like um, Lando or something. And Lando's like pissed drunk. 
Like piss drunk, like um, Anthony Michael Hall was in Weird Science. Piss drunk. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he goes up to, he's just like, boop, boop. It just hits the button. He's like, he's like, you're cute, and just like, punch, he's like, boop, punches like pinches his nose, <laughs> and he tries to just press the, the chest piece. Then he force chokes him to death. <laughs> he presses a button. Sounds like the your car alarm's going off. <laughs> I can, I can just off. see your finger just coming up above the horizon. That's awesome. You're all tickling his balls. <laughs> just tickling his codpiece. <coughs> Don't do that. See him, like, I, I, you see me like sprinkle a little bit of pepper in front of his nose. In front of his ventilation yeah. system. <laughs> see if he sneezes or coughs. You just fart. <laughs> He's wheezing. He's like, what is that? Ketchup, what and, is on- that? ketchup and onions. <laughs> that is palpable. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. So oh, I, this I game is so it. much better now. <laughs> I, just, I was like, nobody's watching me because it's not on a big screen. Like, they can't see what's going on. Well, that was a big problem with the, with, we talked about that, about the Immortal Vader Immortal panel was that it, for one thing, they put it in this huge auditorium. I don't know why. It was and, like when they put our first panel in a huge room, <laughs> and like nobody came. Like everybody moved to the front. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a VIP right now. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what they did. Yeah, they did. Everybody, come down here. Um, it was. I mean, I fell asleep through half of it. It, no, it was honestly, so. If they, if they put a demo, that's all they had to do. Hook somebody up to a, it even and demo, put it on that big screen. Oh shit! Even a been demo awesome. would have like sucked you in, but still, at the same, I gotta say, it. It is actually like all all pointing fingers at Vader's chest piece aside. <laughs> it is fucking freaky. Like when you see Vader just coming in for the first time oh, and man. seeing him, and I, he's he's pointing his finger at you, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and like, remember how David Goyer was like, well, "I'm I'm pretty short, so you can imagine like I'm yeah, you got to look so up I'm at his face." Obviously taller than David Goyer, and right? I was still looking up, I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> This is fucking insane. This guy can and kill then that's, me right now. And then that's when the finger came out and was like, <laughs> <laughs> if like let's say they got a volunteer that was like to go my, up there. That was my Poe Dameron that'd moment. That'd have been amazing if they called you up on stage to like demo it. <laughs> and you're just and you're just like I'm tweaking just like his knobs. To, I'm just going like this. <laughs> Pushing his I'm buttons. Trying to, I'm trying to, like, I just keep pressing the button so it looks like I'm flipping his nipples. <laughs> I need money. Turns around, turns around, I try to give I him, I thought like, this was an ATM machine. <laughs> he turns around, I try to, like, tickle his asshole. <laughs> He's holding his lightsaber out, you're, like, trying to stroke it. You know? <laughs> Everyone in the audience is just losing it. Oh, that's amazing. He's like, get off the <laughs> game. Like, we regret this. <laughs> yeah, stop playing the game. Yeah, we should have done this ourselves. You are banned from playing this game. This is game. stupid. I'm this like, wait big, a minute. Hold on a second. This is a big mistake. I'm trying to stick my lightsaber in Vader's mouth. <laughs> it's working. Hold on. <laughs> I take a lightsaber and I start like shifting it back and forth. And I get faster and faster. And then I turn it on. <laughs> Uh, I take the lightsaber. They're like we. I take the lightsaber and I hold it towards the back and I pretend there's balls here and I just <laughs> I use my p- finger to just like, just like t- and then I turn it on. You're like they're like we shouldn't have done this. Yeah, we should. She just stuck to our own crew we members. Should have this first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you plan on doing in this game? 
Tickling the lightsaber's taint. <laughs> I mean, playing, playing yeah. the game. No, go sit down. <laughs> Next. <laughs> you need to take this seriously. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so, okay, that's cool. So I didn't get, I didn't did get that, to do that. And then right after that, we saw, finally get to see a panel um, run by Doug Chang. And it was about oh, his man. technique and his... Uh, so great. His art. What a nice guy. Guy's such a nice guy. The demo was really cool, too. Just You could tell he loves his job. I mean... But he's now like in a position where he's a mentor. He's like a, a manager kind of p- position. So I could tell, like he was saying, like you know, it stinks sometimes. I don't really get to do as much as I used to. I I kind of like help the people around me. But once in a while, I get to do things on my own. So for me, like it was awesome seeing him. Like I remember the first time I saw him on the episode one uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, the second disc, and I was like, oh shit. There's another. There's an Asian guy working in Star Wars. How cool is that? Because like when I saw all these '77 behind the scenes stuff, they were all white guys. You know, all just all white <laughs> yeah, guys. yeah. I was like, oh shit, there's an Asian here. So, um, so then I I remember seeing his artwork and I thought I was like, wow, this guy really knows how to like blend Ralph McQuarrie's drawings, yes. but make them like a more newer age where it doesn't look like they're all battle worn like they are later on when right because everything's pristine over, back right. then yeah so but he he was able to capture like I remember seeing his artwork in that second disc and thinking wow this guy really knows how to like pay homage to Ralph McQuarrie's mm. doing stuff by but still making it his own mm-hmm. and I remember when we were doing the you know um, the uh, two on this has the high ground episodes. I was saying, like, it's stuff, it felt like Star Wars yes. with him, and there was the artwork. Um, so f- to watch him on that, and to finally find out today the reason why, because I finally saw his panel, was because um, he was studying Ralph McQuarrie mm-hmm. uh, before he even got the or right after he got the Star Wars job. Yeah, like and that, started right? talking to him and stuff like that a lot. Yeah, you got and to talk to him work. and really admiring his work and kind of using some of those techniques, and I was like, that's why... That's why I guess that's where he is now working on Star Wars is because he he was able to capture Macquarie in a different he, way. He got me so much more excited about the Mandalorian because when he said that that's what he's been working on, right. fuck, I was like I can't. And then he was just like, You're "It's gonna, gonna look." So this is, this is how cool that is. Because <sighs> wait, do we know when the Mandalorian takes place? Uh, it takes place after Return of the Jedi. Okay, so after so, the fall of the Empire. So we're still in a time frame where. Ralph McQuarrie's work is still very prevalent. So yep. imagine being, uh, imagine being Chang and going back to the Mandalorian and being able to now instead of just twenty years under to his it, belt too, pay, not years. just paying homage to it, but actually get to play in Ralph McQuarrie's world. It's so amazing! I can't wait to see that. I wasn't. I really when they announced it, I was really skeptical. And then of course they show that image, and then of course they show. Who's in it? Who's directing it? Who's writing it? And now you find out. Like I didn't know Doug Chang was working on that. Now that I found that out, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so in. It's gonna look. I'm so in. It's gonna look amazing. Yeah, we know that. That's the one thing we do know. It's gonna look amazing. Yeah. So this is the first time they're bringing you know uh, Star Wars to the to the small screen, but using a big screen budget. Right. Kind of like what Netflix does. Yeah. Well, we're at Game of Thrones, you know, HBO's doing Game of Thrones. So, which is funny you mention that because that's, <laughs> when we're in the hotel, that's all we've been watching is Game of Thrones because they're they're leading up to the, the 
season eight, you know, the finale season. So they've been playing one season every day leading up to it. I think I think it's a good Star Wars cleanser. It kind of you know is. I mean? It's a good you know, palate cleanser of like coming back and watching like the movies, yeah, and going into full blown Star Wars mode where you just if you hear another lightsaber, you might start twitching. <laughs> I think the Game of Thrones has been like yeah, a I really noticed good that like, for like us. when I went to Celebration Seven, it was Star Wars overload. Like it's all just it was nuts. And this time around, I, I don't feel that way. I don't feel fatigued, you know, because we're coming back here watching Game of Thrones. Well, mainly because there's no panels to go to. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, too. There is, I mean, that's the one of the biggest disappointments of Celebration Chicago is the lack of uh, panels for, as far as, like, Q&As. Guest panels, Q&As. Like Q&A panels, Guest panels right. yeah. There's tons of panels. Um, but there's no like Mark Hamill panel or Ian McDermott or whatever. I think there was a Anthony Daniels one, but so, he has yeah. a book coming out or something yeah, like that. So that yeah, happily. But Doug Chang's panel was awesome because I mean, half of it, he was like sketching. something. Yeah, he was doing a demonstration and you got basically. to see his, his techniques and what he does. And it was unbelievable. I was like, Holy shit. You could see this thing forming right in front of your eyes. Yeah. And, and it was really cool. So and for that, us, half a second, I'm like, I could do that now. I could do that. <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, you just want me to make bullshit on the page? I could do that. I could do that. When he started drawing all these shapes, I'm like, what are you doing? You, this looks stupid. And then he started, like, making it for him, like, oh, you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. It took me an hour and a half to do a stick figure. Yeah. I, you do this shit, me, I know 15 it took minutes. Me 45 minutes to do a stick figure, right? A poorly drawn stick figure. <laughs> And in the process of an hour, Doug Chang creates this, like, robot out of nothing. Nothing. It's fucking it awesome. Like, it looks like it could be in Star Wars. Meanwhile. Tomorrow. <laughs> about 40 minutes for a stick figure. <laughs> and I'm, like, proud of myself. And then I look at Doug Chang's shit. <laughs> like, like no I'm not a good Asian. It's like, no comparison. It's like a two-year-old. You lose to kickball or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so that was really cool. And then we had the fortune uh, to just down the way. In fact, we went in to um, see Brian Vokes Weiss, uh, who's the producer and creator of The Toys That Made Us. And he confirmed right away, you know, season, <laughs> season three is coming up. So that's awesome. We kind of already knew that. And we kind of already knew what was going to be in that season. But what was really cool about it is that um, if you had seen part one or a part of or the first part of Toys That Made Us had the all Star Wars and it was like 42 minutes or whatever. So I guess on the DVD, there's going to have a part two, which deals with the power of the force line in the 90s. So when Star Wars got roided up. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really funny. I mean, they kind of do what we do. They. But but not in, with movies. They did it with toys. They were showing these slides with toys, and it was pretty funny. I mean, they were almost like riff tracks. They knew exactly what they were talking about. I yeah. They had Billy Galaxy there who owns that toy store in Huge, Portland. awesome toy store, which was featured I in forget, Toys who was the Who was the guy in the middle? What was his name oh again? Oh, my gosh. She was another, I think, creator producer. I can't, I can't remember. I feel uh, so He terrible. was really good. He was really cool. He was great. Um, then they had another guy who uh, who... Um, works for Leica, and they do like you know Kubo and the Two Strings and and Coraline and some other movies uh, that you've probably heard of that are that were successful, and so that was interesting. Um, but the but the the best thing about that panel was it was the first time, you know, besides Doug Chang because it's it's Doug Chang, right? This was the first time 
other than the trailer as well, that this felt like Star Wars. Yes. Uh, celebration, because I just remember growing early on to a lot of the Star Wars panels and then it always being fun, very like high spirits and jokey and things like that. And as well as like Doug Chang's um, demonstration was, it was it was exactly what you wanted. Like it was yeah straight to the point. But this one was like different. This one was more of like a laid back talking about toys type thing. And it was a Q and A. They had people asking questions. Right. And it was and great it was funny. interaction. Um, all it three guys like are knowledgeable. Wars, it felt like a Star Wars panel. Yeah, I, I liked. I enjoyed that, and they've been lacking that. Unfortunately, they've kind of been lacking that. Um, as far as I know, I don't. There's a ton of panels that I didn't go to, but but this felt like Star Wars to me as well. Um, I remember when we went way back when they had you know Rick McCollum would have his Rick McCollum spectacular, and they would show like uh, uh, they haven't done this in a while, but they would show footage of Star Wars like in animatics, and then they would go to like you know people in front of a blue screen, then it would go to like the full scene and you're like holy shit they, yeah, they, CGI also ruin, they also ruin a lot of it uh, well yeah i mean they the, do that the now Yoda after the movie comes out they, they do it now yeah because you can see a lot of the post yeah how they how they display it now is freaking awesome like you go to ilm's facebook page and they'll watch show the, you watch all the these the scenes videos effects. of how they build layer upon layer to yeah. build a special effect so really cool awesome. i mean i love that shit i love <laughs> right. that stuff and then they would do a q a afterward uh, I remember I, <laughs> I went to some Q and A that had like the guy that um, he was the head leader in the VF, VFX. He's also the guy that came up with the storyline for Rogue One. But he is one of the inventors of uh, Adobe Photoshop, and so there was like some guy asking Photoshop questions one year, and it was like a half hour of like, oh my god, this is so fucking boring. Go back <laughs> to Star Wars. No, this was a, this, this, but this, this wasn't like did that. Not have that. Every, no, actually, all the questions were really good. Yeah, they were really good. Um, yeah, sometimes you get some really bad questions, <laughs> but everybody at this panel actually asked some really cool questions. Yeah, um, but it was it was a fun panel. It was a good it was a good way to you know end the day. On a, on a high note like that, yeah. um, you know, talking about Star Wars and talking about a funny period in Star Wars uh, um, action figure line. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, what he was talking about, that was me, too. Like, I was late to the game of collecting. Yeah, I had Star Wars toys when I was a little kid, but it didn't mean anything to me until Power of the Force came out. Yep. That's around that time frame yep. where I started collecting. He was gearing up to, to writing Episode One at that point, I think. Right. And, I and it was still owned by Kenner, right too, wasn't it? it was at, still, Kenner was still right. on it. At one point in time, I owned more Power of the Force figures than anything else. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and then Episode One came out, and then I you know, bought all that stuff for no reason. <laughs> they overproduced it. It's yeah, like literally bit. worth nothing. It was like, at one point, you get like, 97 cents at KB Toys. Yeah, the, something like that. In the, in the bin, in the folder, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. The garbage bin. The garbage bin. <laughs> but I, I, it was pretty cool because he, he, he has the same collector mind. He does. At the same time of when I started collecting, that's when he was into it. So that was kind of cool to hear him talk about that because that was, uh, I, you know, again, sure, he definitely has way more money than I do so he can, <laughs> so he can go to that great... Toy Store all the time, but uh, but I thought the I was like, how else are they going to expand on this? And then when they were going to talk about Power of the Force, I'm like, oh, you oh, yeah. more than an hour yeah. on this because that was when I mean I was alive when the normal toys were out, and I could still remember you know going to Toys R Us and my dad picking out all the toys for me uh, because back then they were like a dollar ninety nine or whatever, and uh, I remember that vividly. But 
I remember definitely remember Power of the Force member because I was like in my twenties when that came out. So like I remember that vividly, like buying up every figure that they had. Yeah. And I would go in there every few weeks and what did like you think of the steroid? Once. I thought immediately I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but some of the figures I thought looked awesome. Like some of the like alien figures, they didn't do that. It was just the human figures that made it all buff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and R2 wasn't like that or anything. I still liked C3P and R2 and all that. C3P was and Yoda, actually bigger. And Yoda was good. It was a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. Like he had monster but thighs. Chewbacca just looked crazy with like <laughs> Sasquatch or something. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and Luke Luke looked like like they said they looked like He Man, like it a miniature He Man. Like yeah, so I didn't get that, yeah. or like you know, Lando was like ripped with a six pack. Yeah. Um, and then I liked how their comment was like their guns are a lot bigger than their legs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like some of their guns were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like why they felt like they had to give everyone huge guns. Well, it's um, funny they were talking about the Princess Leia one. Monkey well, face. I just is what they said because it was cheap, and I know my kids will think it's cool. Because I was like, oh, cool, massive guns for Princess Leia, this will work. But then you take a step back, you're like, why does she have a sniper rifle? She's in Delta Force. Yeah. <laughs> Leia Delta ha- Force. I remember having a gun. I don't remember doing her doing Rambo. <laughs> Escape from Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> Snake Plissken. POW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool seeing all that stuff. It brought back a lot of memories because I remember all that stuff. Red and green cards. Oh, yeah. Foil. I was like, oh, my God. Some with the is... foil, some without. So that was kind of cool. Like They've done some nostalgic stuff where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. But this was, this was really interesting because it really touched home for me. Again, because of when I started collecting. Yeah, I may have to check out that DVD now because I want to see all that stuff. Like when that when that episode aired, I was like, "This isn't enough." I want yeah. really. I wanted them to go I'm all sure the way to the do, Black Series. Figures, they could probably you know? do another hour one just based on the episode one toys. Oh yeah, to- oh totally, yeah, totally. Just in the that was a oh god. I remember going to Toys R Us at midnight buying those. Me, that was yeah. a huge fucking deal. That was my deal. first midnight opening. Yeah, that was a huge deal. Then there was like Clone Wars, and you know. I bought a bunch of those. Oh I man! Backed off on Clone Wars big time. I bought like Anakin and Ahsoka, and I I really want to shoot myself for opening the Ahsoka because it's worth a lot of money. Mm. It was Ahsoka with like uh, the little Jab- Jabba's nephew or whatever it was. Oh it, right, it was worth a yeah, lot of money. Yeah. I opened. I still have it. It's I bought like the the Y wing. I was not a it. fan of Ahsoka when she first showed up. No, no, not a lot of people were. But now everybody is in love oh, with her. By the time you're done with Clone Wars, she's like one of your favorite characters yeah, of all time. Yeah, I can honestly say she's probably in my top six. Yeah, I, I can't wait um, until Clone Wars uh, comes out, which we couldn't get in the panel today. Or, or is it tomorrow? I don't know. I'll have to check. Tomorrow. I think today was the Rebels panel. It was right. packed. <clears throat> tomorrow, the Clone Wars panel, even worse. I'm sure it's going to be even worse. We'll figure out a way to, to get in. You'd have to, you know, go there in the morning and just sit so there all day. How many podcasts we got left? We got, uh, we two, got more, two more days. Yeah, two so more. Two, so two more. Well, pod- one more day. I don't think we're going to podcast on Monday. So we have one more podcast to yeah. drop. Yeah, well, that's going to be a surprise. It's yep. Right after this one, probably it's. It might be. be a, it might be a triple. It might be a triple podcast. We never know. We'll see what happens. So. Might put it all together in one big. Sloppy podcast <laughs> to drop on Monday. No editing. Just yeah, just one run long, one long run on sentence of podcasting. That's right. That's the kind of production value you're getting at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. After White Castle. Well, I'm hoping I can get my 
Funko figures. We'll see. I got my Black Series figures. I was happy about that. And uh, I don't care too much for the Lego one. But the Black Series figures were fantastic. And apparently, after uh, the Hasbro panel last night, they dropped everywhere. You go on Amazon, you go on Hasbro Pulse, Entertainment Earth, whatever you, wherever. It's the first. It's pretty unprecedented. It's the first time they've literally just put everything out at once. Usually you got to wait. Uh, no, you can go pre-order that shit right now. And, and a lot of that Black Series stuff is unbelievable. It's really, really good stuff. Uh, so that was pretty cool today. I, I think I ordered I ordered the Emperor and I ordered Ezra and Chopper because I, I, I want to round out my Rebels collection. Still need Zeb, and that would be it. So, And then Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge is getting their own Black Series. They're getting Hondo, which that I thought that was freaking cool, yeah. but can't get that anywhere but there. So I'll have to see if I have some connections. They give me that Hondo. <coughs> give me that Hondo. Hondo too by the end of that. Oh yeah, for sure. And there's no reason. I I, I think there's an actual animatronic Hondo at Galaxy's Edge. I'm actually by the really way. excited for the Clone Wars panel. Yeah. Because I cannot wait for them to finish this. And Re- I'm sorry, is it Rebels? No, no, no. Rebels was today. No, it's Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars right. season I want them seven. to finish it. The last season. Yeah, I want to because I've the the last the episodes that they release on Netflix don't aren't like coherent. No, um, there's a, there's an actual order you can watch it in. Um, season six is like the lost episodes. Right, they're all over the place, but yeah, some yeah. of them are fantastic. That's the um, order sixty six episode. Yes, too. yeah, that, was, that one's that in there. Was probably the really highlight good. out of all of them. Really, really good. No, seven should be coherent. It's it's probably going to be one story arc and it's going to wrap the whole thing up. And I think it's. Maybe eight episodes or ten episodes? I can't remember. It's not a lot. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I love Clone Wars. I love Clone I know, Wars. and it's going to be really uh, upsetting because I know it's going off Netflix here real soon, so I won't – there's really no way for me to watch it until, well, Dis- until Disney, Disney Plus. Plus gets it. Yeah. So, and I wonder if Disney Plus is going to do week to week. Probably, I imagine. They want to string that I shit out. I thought they were going to drop it all at the same time. Really? That's what I heard. Man, if they do that, it's going to be massive internet – crashing <laughs> of epic proportions especially when the mandalorian debuts oh god it debuts uh, on day one day yeah. one of disney plus it debuts yeah you better like there's going to be a lot of fucking back-end people like engineers just shitting themselves yeah <laughs> before that right as that lights like well right as that I, switch happens i hope they've been looking at the dc universe app and going like we're not doing that <coughs> oh yeah Let's. How's Netflix and Hulu doing it? Let's do it that way. Yeah. Let's do it by category. Let's improve it a little bit more too. Yeah, they're going to put all the ways, Simpsons. Some, sometimes Netflix is really difficult to get yeah, to yeah. as well because they don't show you everything they have. They don't show you everything. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to do Pixar, uh, Star Wars, and Disney Animation as categories. That, yeah, that would be could, really well, easy. You could do subcategories. Pixar, you could do full length features. Then you could do shorts. Shorts, right? Then you could break it up by decades or whatever you know right. or just tri- or just trilogies like you know toy story would have three or four in there. right um so you could do that then you could break the animation up into like can yeah, they're talking about going all the way back to like steamboat william shit you know there was the, a the picture Apple on Dumpling there that showed the- that showed mulan right next to snow white wow and i was like whoa that's that's a that's a that's big, a big leap, cat. <laughs> like fifty years. And I'm like, yeah. I would never buy Snow White because I never liked it, but I would sit there and watch Snow White. Well, sure, like, if it's on, on Disney Netflix. Plus. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna binge which, watch let's the not, show. Let's, that. let's not beat around the bush. I'm getting Disney Plus <laughs> for six <coughs> for six ninety nine or for a year. You pay seventy bucks. 
Yeah, worth it. So worth it. Worth because it. and then they're talking about doing a bundle also with Hulu. Um, Hulu because they are big stake at Hulu. ESPN and Disney Plus, I think, are the three or four together as a bundled thing. Oh, if they could do that for like fifteen bucks a month, that'd be fun. they'd kill everything. They'd kill I mean, everything really, in their wake. If that if they did that, there and then I have Netflix. There's I could get my bill to like. 50 bucks a month and then the only thing I would ever need is the NFL ticket. Right. Nice. <coughs> I don't need anything else. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm activating HBO just to watch, finish up Game of Thrones and then I'm just going to cancel it again. So, and then <laughs> YouTube premium. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait till Cobra Kai season two. Yeah. Oh God, it looks so good. Well then we get, yeah, this is a good month for a lot of things. Happening. A lot of good shit. A lot of good shit. Jessica Jones should be coming out pretty soon too. Final season of that so anyway but star wars celebration uh chicago day three was another success we got a couple more days here i think tomorrow's the mandalorian panel uh or that'd be today because this is dropping today and then um i think clone wars and some other stuff and then of course the debut of game of thrones which is not star wars related but i guarantee you a bunch of star wars nerds are going to be heading back to their hotels and watching that for sure. I've heard a lot of people say that. I'm pretty sure we're going to be reviewing it. A lot of Game of Thrones previews. I'm pretty sure day three or day four, whatever this is, the recap for tomorrow. Probably. We'll have. We'll throw some Game of Thrones in we'll, there. We'll have a Game of Thrones review. Yeah, for sure. All righty. Well, that was uh, episode 187 of Chew on This Unnerging Podcast. I'm BJ. Till tomorrow, folks. <laughs> Chew on that. Later.